Welcome to the Boater's Lounge, a podcast series brought to you by Oasis Marinas. My name's Scott Butts, and I'm so proud to serve as a member of the Oasis Marinas team and to be your host right here for Conversations in the Boater's Lounge. In this series, we envision the forum can inspire, inform, and educate our audiences by bringing together thought leaders from our marine industry partners, friends, and experts as we explore various topics affecting us and the boating community nationwide and eventually across the globe. Our mission's pretty simple here. We want to engage with our team, our boaters, and marina odor partners in the boating community at large. On today's episode, we're talking about winterization services and the boat service cycle with our marina operator, Zach Gibbons. Whether you're a new boat owner or experienced captain, service is a big topic. What to do each season, when to schedule a service, where to go for maintenance. These are all questions we all have on our minds. There's a ton to go over today, and we have one of our very own Oasis Marina managers here to walk us through these questions and more. So coming to us from Sunset Harbor Marina in Essex, Maryland, welcome to the show, Zach. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate you guys having me down today. Hey, it's great having you in. We're excited to have the conversation. I can't wait to jump into it, and uh, and we got a few topics uh, on our minds here, and I know you're going to help walk us through and give some great advice to uh, to all of our listeners, but let me tee up the agenda. So we're going to talk about boat service basics, so what, what services are needed and when they're needed. We want to talk about winterization and spring commissioning, some tips and tricks for boaters to know about these two very important times for boat owners uh, in the Northeast, Mid-Atlantic, and the Midwest. We want to talk about how boat storage impacts boat service requirements. And last, we want to talk about some certifications that may be required to do the services and how our hardworking, incredible technicians play an important role in service department. Sound good? Yes, sir. All right. Well, before we get going here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get you with the warm-up. And, uh, and I love asking all of our guests this question. So if you had your druthers, is it power? Is it sail? And where are you going, Zach? So it's definitely power. Uh, before I came to Oasis in 2020, uh, I worked for a yacht charter company uh, and actually earned my 100-ton commercial license with them. Uh, wow. So I have, a, uh, yeah, I have a lot of experience with, uh, with power yachts. That's kind of my background. Uh, you know, if I had the choice, it would be on a power cat down the island somewhere. All right. Well, hey, look, we're going to make a note here. We're going to bring you back in the future. All right. And we're going to talk about your experience. Absolutely. As, as, uh, as a captain and, and yeah. on, on, on the water, okay? Yeah, I got a lot of information there. That'd be great. Let's do it. All right, so let's, let's get into it here. I want to talk about the service department. So you're the general manager at Sunset Harbor in Essex, Maryland, which is off the Middle River. So tell us a little bit about your marina and the service department that you oversee. Yeah, absolutely. So Sunset Harbor, uh, we have 40 wet slips uh, and then a big 180-rack boatel. Um, so we house anywhere from 24 to 36 foot boats in there. Uh, and then we also have a pretty large storage yard for outdoor storage that accommodates around a hundred vessels, depending on the size of them. Okay. So you got, you got a lot going on, man. Yeah. Um, tell me about the technicians that you have and, and what makes them so special. Yeah. So currently we have three technicians. Um, two of them have been at the property for quite a long time and are Mercury and Volvo certified. Uh, we have one more that's a little bit newer um, we're looking to get him certified here very shortly. Well, what's, uh, what's unique about your property and what's something you're most proud of? Yeah, so definitely the Botel. Um, we have the only enclosed Botel on Middle River. 
Um, and again, it holds 180 boats. So we are pretty close to capacity. Uh, so in the summertime, when people come down to use their boats, especially on a busy Saturday, um, it's quite the operation to get boats in and out of there. Our lift drivers are very good. Um, they can typically get a boat out of the boatel and then into the water in about five minutes. So on a busy Saturday, it's, it's quite incredible to witness, you know, the, the operation and the flow of the boatel. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's incredible. And, and uh, I've seen it in, in person, live yeah. and in color. It's pretty uh-huh. awesome. You, you do have an incredible team there and, and appreciate you highlighting uh, Sunset Harbor and, uh, and, and really emphasizing how special your yeah. team is. Appreciate that, Zach. Hey, so let's talk about winterization services. Uh, we're here in the Mid-Atlantic. Obviously, uh, winterization and boat maintenance in the off-season uh, is huge for our boaters here, um, and including in, in the Northeast where we manage marinas and in the Midwest. Uh, we're in the throes of winterization right now. What are the three most important things for boaters to know about the winterization process? Yeah, so going into the process, uh, the very first thing is to just kind of get all your ducks in a row and understand where your vessel is going to be going, whether it's going to a different facility or it's being winterized right there in your slip at your current marina. Um, And then the most important thing when it comes to actually winterizing the vessel is freeze protection. You want to make sure that, you know, your water systems and your engines uh, are protected against, you know, the freezing weather that's about to come. Uh, And then additionally, anything that might need to be repaired on the vessel Uh, Make sure that you're talking to your service center uh, who's doing the winterizations to kind of schedule that stuff in the off-season. That way your vessel is ready to go back into the water in a timely manner uh, in the springtime. Okay. Um, Yeah, appreciate that. And and what's most important, the freeze protection. Yeah. and and other things to consider when it when it comes to scheduling. Important to be able to have boat ready. Absolutely, we all, we all want that. We don't want to have to wait. Mm-hmm. No We're not be able to take it when we need it. Uh, we you know we posted a few polls on our, our social media uh, just in in the last couple of weeks to get some feedback on what boaters really want to know about service and boat maintenance. And for listeners who didn't see that, you can still access these polls and send us your feedback by checking out our Instagram page at Oasis Marinas. But in one of the polls, we asked, where do you keep your boat in the off-season? And we saw our audience utilizes a lot of different winter storage options, from in-water slips to boatyard storage to on a trailer and in a hotel. Um, Do the services, Zach, do the services vary depending on how we all store our boats in the winter? They do. So, you know, depending on whether you're keeping your boat in the water, uh, on dry land outside, or utilizing something like bo- uh, like Sunset Harbor has uh, inside the boatel, um, it, it depends on what you are looking to have done. So, you know, if you're going to be inside the boatel, um, things like shrink wrapping do not need to be done. Um, but Anything that if you're going to be in an area where the temperatures are going to be below freezing, it's a pretty standard operation when it comes to winterization. Uh, all of the systems that are being winterized are the same no matter where your boat is because of the cold weather. Um, if you're having your boat winterized in your slip, um, then you're going to have to look into options like bubblers and things like that to keep the water protected around you so that's not freezing because that can also damage the hull of your boat. Um, so, you know, depending on where you're getting your boat pulled out, whether it's on dry land or inside of a boatel or in your slip, you know, things can change uh, varied on those those situations. You mentioned timing earlier that that this time of year, you know, as you're as you're looking at the services that are required and and making sure that they're done 
uh, so you can have your boat ready and and when spring commissioning comes but but what's the best timing to get some of the services done yeah in this area you're looking at about the second week of november um we usually see freezing temperatures here around the end of november um so you know from October 31st on is when you really want to start to get those systems winterized and have the boat put away for the season. You know, it is tough around here. We do get the stray day where it's, you know, 75 degrees on a Saturday at the end of October. And you're like, man, I want to use the boat. But, you know, if you do wait a little long, you can get into a situation where where you're taking your boat, you know, has already had a lot of other boats scheduled to get winterized and you could get pushed further back. Um, that's something you, that you want to avoid. So, you know, timing-wise, you want to make sure that you are scheduling these in advance, um, talking to your service center that's going to be doing the services uh, to make sure you get that on the books in time. Well, as fast as winter comes, spring's going to arrive, and, and let's talk about commissioning. So I know a lot of our listeners are already looking forward to spring and getting their boats back in the water. And what are some of the key points for boaters to ensure a successful spring launch or splash? Yeah, so the the same thing that we talked about when you're going into winterization, you know, communicating with your service center about when you want your boat to be launched, um, making sure that you have addressed any repairs uh, that needed to be done during the off season. You know, nobody likes to get their boat put in the water. You know, you kind of procrastinated about getting some of this stuff done, and then the boat's in the water. All of a sudden, this doesn't work. That doesn't work. Um, so, you know, any good service center and something that we do at Sunset Harbor is throughout the winterization process, we also make recommendations for your commissioning. Um, so we send that out to the customer. Uh, they can go ahead and call us, start a discussion. Um, and then we can go ahead and schedule what we would recommend them do to prevent any issues when the boat goes into the water, uh, you know, for commissioning time. And what's the timeline for getting boats back in the water? And, and what should boaters expect from the marinas during this crucial time? Yeah, so you should expect a lot of communication from the marina um, or from the service center uh, about the end of March. Uh, typically in the beginning of April is when you know, we want to start putting boats in the water, especially when you have a marina that has a lot of boats on dry storage already. Uh, like I said, we can take up to about 100. So, you know, 100 big boats ranging anywhere from 30 to 45, 50 feet. It's quite the operation to get all of those boats back in the water within a month. You know, you're kind of playing a game where you have to be careful because you could still have cold weather at the end of March. Um, so there, there is a, a, a window there of about a month's time uh, from the beginning of April kind of into May where, you know, we have to get all of those boats into the water. So constant communication with your service center, making sure you are letting them know when you would like to have your boat in the water. That way they're not playing the guessing game of, you know, who – who do we need to put back in? Who hasn't talked to us yet? Yeah, and, and once the boats are back in the water and, and uh, they've been commissioned, you know, what are other maintenance items, preventative maintenance uh, requirements to consider throughout the season for boaters to, to really plan for? Yeah, absolutely. So mainly you're looking at you want to make sure that you have bottom painting done. Um, if you have a boat put back in the water that doesn't have a smooth bottom, that could cause issues with growth on the bottom throughout the season if you're keeping your boat in the water. You want to make sure that your props look good. Um, there's no bending, uh, no pitting, nothing that's going to cause vibration. Um, your anodes are looking good and they're fresh uh, to make sure you keep the growth off the back of the boat. Um, impellers is a big one, especially when it gets cold. Uh, you know, those rubber impellers, they, you know, they tend to crack a little bit. 
uh, and deteriorate because of the cold. So uh, <clears throat> when they go out because of cold weather inside your engine, it could cause issues. So you really want to make sure that those are good to go, um, and that's something that your service center can absolutely look at in commissioning season. All right. Well, thanks, Zach. That's really helpful. You know, I know out at, at Sunset Harbor, um, your service department promotes the fact that you have technicians certified in Volvo, Penta, and, and Mercury engines. What's that certification process look like for the technician, and what exactly does that mean for the customer? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it varies on uh, when you go into that profession, how much experience you have uh, doing service work under someone who might be certified already. So typically you will see a, uh, a potential service tech spend about a year at a marina um, working under somebody before, you know, they would go and apply, for example, uh, a, a Mercury certification. Um, from there, they would apply to go to Merc Tech School. You would kind of take an overall test um, to kind of see your aptitude uh, to see where you are, what level you're at. And then from there, you will start to take specialized courses on different systems, engines, water systems, uh, you know, things more specific to different projects on the vessels. Why is it so important to have a certified service technician in your service department? Yeah, it's it's really important because of the trust level when it comes to the customer. Um, so when you have techs that are certified to be working on these systems, the customer, you know, feels better about coming to that specific uh, marina because they know that that system that they need worked on has been, uh, you know, the, the tech has been trained to take care of that specific item. Um, each marina, if they have certified service techs, especially for Mercury and these other brands, the marina itself is typically certified as a dealer. Um, that means you can get warranty work done at those service centers, um, and it's just a more trusting environment. When you're having discussions with these technicians that are certified on these systems, uh, you know, they just sound more knowledgeable specifically on that type or brand of engine that they're working on. Yeah. Well, Zach, this, is, uh, this has been a great conversation, and you know, we've covered a lot of ground in, an, in a short amount of time. We talked about winterization. We talked about spring commissioning and then just kind of wrapped it here on, on the critical requirement for utilizing certified technicians for services for all the reasons that you mentioned. Um, really appreciate everything that you're doing out at Sunset Harbor, uh, that your team is, is, is being able to set the standard of service and maintenance. Yeah. Um, really appreciate you and, and, and how you're leading the business. We appreciate so that. Thank you. Hey, before I let you go, I'm going to take you off script one last time here. I've got a little lightning round for you. Okay. Right. You ready? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. So first I got, I got four questions for you. Okay. Right, first one, best boat name you've seen. Best boat name by far has to be uh, winning drive. Uh, okay. That's the boat owned by uh, the owner of the Ravens. I'm a big football fan, so when you see that boat uh, pulling in in football season up in Baltimore, coming through the harbor and docking at Inner Harbor Marina, which is managed by Oasis, uh, you know, it, it gets you excited for football season. Yes, it's a cool it does. Site. Heck uh-huh. yeah. Okay, yeah. good. All right, so so you say say you're out on winning drive. What's the best boat drink? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the best drink is uh, any drink that you're drinking with friends out on a boat with, you know. But, uh, you know, if I had to pick, it would definitely be a, a nice cold Corona. There you go, mm-hmm. with the lime, maybe. Yes, sir. Yep. Okay, all right. Okay, next one here. Best lesson you've learned in this profession? Yeah, so 
definitely having a high level of customer service. Um, so we are in the boating and marina business, but before that, we are in the customer service business. Um, it's super important to make sure every customer is taken care of uh, because they're going to continue to come back and use your services uh, when they come in and talk, even though they're not buying or scheduling anything at your marina, just having a good conversation with them, they'll leave and take that experience home with them and say, hey, you know, those guys at Sunset Harbor that I talked to a month ago were really great. Um, you know, we have this to take care of on, of on the boat. Let's go talk to them first and see what they can do. Yeah, we're in the we're in the hospitality business yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. This is about customer service. Really appreciate you sharing that lesson. It's a valuable one. Think about how Oasis was even founded. Absolutely. Right. Dan had the vision about experiencing remarkable, about this being all around hospitality um, and the experience that we can give boaters and our entire boating community, our marina owners. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I really appreciate that lesson. That's a highlight of today's conversation for yeah. sure. All right, Zach, I got one, one more for you. You have an opportunity to bump into your younger self and give yourself some advice. What, uh, what advice are you giving your younger self? Yeah, I would say definitely put yourself out of your comfort zone more often. Um, that is you know, the way to really build upon yourself and find out what you need to work on and uh, what skills you, you have when you put yourself out of your comfort zone and you kind of get in a situation where you might need, be a little bit nervous, uh, you find out quickly what you're capable of. So that's definitely the advice I would have for my younger self if I could uh, talk to younger Zach about 10 years ago. Right on. I appreciate it, Zach. Thanks for sharing. Hey, this has been a great conversation. I, I really uh, value this time together and, and appreciate you sitting down with us today right here in the Boaters Lounge. Uh, for our listeners, I hope you enjoyed this boat service conversation with our experienced service department guru, Zach Gibbons. Tune in each week for more from Oasis Marinas, including interviews with company leaders and team members, discussions with our partners and industry friends, Voter tips, tricks, and more. Hey, be sure to follow us on social media. It's at Oasis Marinas on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. If there's a guest or topic you'd like us to feature, give me a call. Let us know. Or email us at info at oasismarinas.com. That's info at oasismarinas.com. In the meantime, keep the throttle down and the sails tight. So long. <laughs>